0: Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of Joshua, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. The Bible says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor, and ye shall compass the city, all you men of war, and go round about the city once, thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall send up every man straight before him. The first thing we need to see this morning is the problem that faced the nation of Israel. The problem is there was a wall. See, God had promised the nation of Israel, it says in verse number two, that the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given into thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. He had promised this land. He had promised this place to him. But the problem was there was a wall in the way to keep them out. It was shut up because the children of Israel, none went in and none came out. And we need to be careful today as Christians. Oftentimes we have walls that we, have put up around our heart around our lives around ourselves to try to protect us we have a wall of brokenness that we need to be aware of somebody will hurt us and i'm not going to disagree this morning there's no hurt like church hurt they may have been a pastor another church member somebody that has hurt you they have broke your heart they have broken your trust and let you down but the Bible says in Psalm 34:18, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save us such as be of a contrite or a bruised spirit. We need to be careful that we don't harbor, that we don't focus on that brokenness because before you know it, that brokenness turns into a wall of bitterness. We can become bitter with our fellow man. We can become bitter with somebody that we are supposed to be serving the Lord with we're supposed to be on the same side somebody we should be lifting up in prayer somebody we should be praying for every day to be successful in their ministry and what they're doing the Bible says in Ephesians 4 31 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice we have got to be careful that we don't harbor we don't let that wall of bitterness get into our life and keep us separated from our fellow man from our brothers and sisters in Christ we've got to be sure that we address the problem that we love that doesn't mean that everybody's going to be our best buddy that doesn't mean that we're always going to want to hang out with somebody but you know you've got to understand what I mean and we say that you can't have a bitterness where if you find out that they've got a bad doctor's report or something bad has happened in their life you can't earnestly pray you can't earnestly pray for them to succeed in ministry as they go out to serve the Lord we see the problem not only that we see the place there is a place that is promised us as a Christian a place of perfect peace and rest we have our Jericho that God has promised us but we've got to Make sure that we get in that place. A lot of times, many times, Christians never enter that place of perfect peace and rest. It is a daily battle to make sure that we stay in that place of perfect peace. We've got to make sure, first of all, we have peace with God. The ark here speaks of God's presence, and we've got to realize just as the ark needed to be in the right place in this procession around the lo- the wall, we've got to make sure that Christ as his place that he is lord of our lives he is in the right place in our lives the ark is so important it's mentioned 16 times as they cross the jordan river and it's mentioned eight times here we've got to make sure we have peace with god but not only that we've got to make sure we have peace with ourselves with peace with yourself jesus said peace i leave with you my peace i give unto you not as the world giveth give i unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. In John fourteen we've got to have peace with ourselves. Too many times Christians are not doing a work or not living for God because they have not made peace with the sins that they have done in the past. They've not made peace with themselves, but we've got to realize and understand Christ knew exactly what we had done. He knew what we would do. He knew all this when He saved us, but He loved us so much that He saved us anyhow and if my lord if my savior can have peace with my past if he can have peace with my future then i should be able to have peace with it too and just serve god and be thankful be thankful for what he saved me from we've got to make sure that we have peace with others if you see in verse number 10 joshua told them that they weren't to talk they weren't to make any noise with their voice you say well why did he tell them that God didn't tell them that in the first part of the passage in the part I read well I believe he told him because he knew who he was dealing with he knew what he was dealing with Christians we are so bad to talk imagine if you will as they were marching if they were to talk the first thing you know somebody complained that somebody wasn't marching fast enough somebody complained that they they were going too slow. Or they were going too fast they weren't in the right rhythm, they weren't doing it right. Before you know it, somebody complained about the way they were carrying the ark, that somebody wasn't holding his his corner, his pole up high enough. Before you know it, they would start to murmur and they would start to talk and they would get their eyes off of what they were commissioned, what they were told to do and that was to march around the wall. We need to make sure that we have peace with others, that we're not talking about each other, not worrying so much about what other people are doing, but worrying about ourselves and our ministry. The Bible says in Matthew 5, nine blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. The Bible says in first John three, 14, we know we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. If you, are heading to church today, and you say, well, I love everybody at that church, but, I love everybody, but, then I'm going to tell you right now, you need to stop before you get to church. You need to pray and ask God to break your heart, help you get your heart right, because the Bible clearly tells us that we are commanded to love the brethren. We've seen the place, but now I want you to see the plan. The plan, see, God gave him a clear plan. He told him what to do. He didn't tell him to go and uh, bombard the city, to go and tear down the wall. He just told him to march. And it may not have made sense to them. It may not have made sense to the people of Jericho, but God knew what he was doing. It was by faith. We find in Hebrews, it was by faith that they marched around the wall and it was by faith that the wall fell. Hudson Taylor said, there are three ways to serve God you can make the best plan and hope for the best. Or number two, you can make your plan and ask God to bless it. Or number three, we can ask God for His plan and follow them. And that is the right way to serve God, to ask Him for His plan. His plans are perfect. He has His way Imagine, if you will, as they marched one time each day for six days. Imagine the confusion. Imagine the people of Jericho as they watched. They would have been nervous because they knew about the power of God. They knew how he had brought the Israelites out of Egypt and how he had brought them through the Red Sea and destroyed all of Pharaoh's army. They would have been nervous. But imagine the confusion as they marched one time each day and then they went back and they come back the next day. But on the seventh day, they... The seventh day they marched seven times and shouted and blew the trumpet. This procession marched together. They marched in God's plan. They marched faithfully. They marched. And God, God, look what God did in verse, verse number 20. The Bible says, so the people shouted when the blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. So the people went up into the city, every man straight before him and took the city and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old and ox and sheep and ice with the edge of the sword. Verse 22, But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she had as ye swore unto her and the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. I want you to see because they were unified, because they obeyed God and the wall fell, that we see the last point of the people. Only after they obeyed God and the wall fell was, were they able to go in to get Rahab and her and her family Could be saved. And today, the only time we're going to see Christians, we're going to see more people get saved. Christians, the only time you're going to see more people come to the Lord is whenever we become unified as a church, as a people. When we become unified and we stand together, we march together, we quit the bickering, we quit the fighting, we become united as one we remember we're in one battle for the Lord. We're in his army. We need to make sure that we march together. We love one another and we keep our eye on the greater plan. That is to see souls saved, to see people come to him. Amen. I hope this morning's message has been a blessing to you. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to invite you to join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina.